0: Welcome to the Top Secret Wedding Podcast. And today's top secret tip is
1: Mistakes are so valuable. You won't know how to run your business unless you make a mistake or two. Perfect. Let's go.
0: This is the Top Secret Wedding Podcast where we share top secret tips to help you take your wedding game to the next level.
1: I'm Annika, and I'm a wedding coordinator, enthusiast, and venue manager for one of the best venues in Idaho.
0: I'm Chris, and I'm a DJ, master of ceremonies, and all-around lover of weddings.
1: We're on a mission to improve weddings and wedding professionals everywhere.
0: This is part two of the podcast with Kira, and we're so grateful that she's taken the time. Um, she's got a lot of business experience. If you haven't listened to part one, go listen to part one. I'm sure this this uh, part two is going to be amazing as well. Um, But we wanted to spend this episode talking a little bit more about starting a business and fixing the business and those kinds of things. So um, let's start with the mistakes. Like when you have started business, businesses, what mistakes did you make at first that you now avoid?
2: Um, So I feel like we always started doing things the hard way. Um, (laughs) Like with the rock gym, we didn't set up wholesale accounts right off the bat. We bought, we just found a bunch of random rock climbing shoes that were for sale. And we, anyway, we paid retail. Wow. I know. Like, yeah. for, it's such a little thing. We were very young. We just <laughs> went for it. We just need to get it started fast. Anyway, take the time to make relationships, set up wholesale accounts um, if that is part of your business. Um,
0: do a- you do that with label? Are you able to do that with like tables or anything?
2: Uh, we, we worked <laughs> through like a rental company and okay. found, um, we found a few used things or, you know, we, we went to a professional that knows what they're doing instead of just searching online and finding a bunch of random chairs or tents. You know, we went through a professional and they recommended something, which is another thing is reaching out to professionals. Um, we didn't do that when we first started the Rock Gym, but other businesses following I would reach out to other business owners that were in that same industry, not in our same town, obviously, but in maybe in a a state that's close to you and and give them a call. Most business owners are extremely open to sharing their tips and tricks and why they love the business and what has worked for them. Because for the most part, business owners, they don't start a rock climbing gym because they love rock climbing or start a... A wedding venue because they love weddings. It's, there's a deeper, um, a deeper, I don't know the motivation. Word, the motivation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, behind it, like when we started a rock climbing gym, one, it was because we're you're we're feel, feeling a need in the community, which is important, but um also because we love adding value to people's lives, and I think that's what most business owners that motivation comes down to is adding value you know if we can make a difference and the more people you can make a difference to the the larger reward in the end you know the bigger impact you can make the more you get back in return
0: right and i think i mean when you it's a lot of people are afraid to make that call to to reach out to some successful business owner that feels out of reach because they're already successful right Mm -hmm. but if you call somebody up and say man, you are successful and look how yeah. smart you are. Oh, yeah. Are you willing to share with me? They're like, oh, I guess I have time to share some of my wisdom. Like, yeah, it's, you know, some people are legitimately too busy. But yeah, But most people, they're happy to share.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and some people are too busy. But what was the worst thing that happened is you got turned down. Right. Oh, oh, you're not in any worse situation than you were before. We have people that reach out probably like three or four times a month wanting to, to talk to us about stuff, and really? it's and I I feel bad because I'm like I do want to like meet with everyone, but you know there's just too many things sometimes. Um tonight we're meeting with the rec management um class, uh, and we're talking oh, yeah. about we are yeah <laughs> they're all coming here to the gym and and um and so you know when we can we do that we talk at the uh, Madison High School and do their entrepreneurial day and we meet a bunch of students. So as much as we can We do love sharing. We're so lucky to have you on the podcast. (laughs) uh, Yeah, no, but this is a good time for me. I can do a lot (laughs) between 10 and noon in a day. So, yeah, yeah, no, there's so, because I mean, we're doing what we do to improve the world around us. So if we can take something that we're learning and add value to somebody else or help them from making a mistake that we made, that, you know, they'll make other mistakes and those are valuable. You got to learn the value of mistakes and failing forward.
0: And I think it's also valuable for, for the wedding space, too, because please don't buy a camera and go shoot a wedding without shadowing somebody else, right? Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There are people that you, they would be happy to have you follow them around mm-hmm. and do some free work for them while they share their experience with you. So for me, that's what I did. I I palled around with a DJ in California and he showed me everything. So that way, by the time I did my first wedding on my own, it was not my first wedding. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And doesn't matter what industry or what specific um, event type of vendor you are, you should be doing this. And you may have to travel a little bit because a planner might not want to be like, if you're in the same city as them, that might be a little bit of competition, but Mm -hmm. it's worth it Mm -hmm. because that there's not a better education out there than going and seeing somebody else do it. Um, and you may learn that you don't want to do it. But Totally,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, we talked a little bit about this on the intern episode that we just published. Yeah. Um, But, you know, like, internships are such a good time to learn what you like and get that experience. And if you learn you don't like it, then that's okay, you know?
0: Yes. Uh, any other tips? Tips or tricks that you found in setting up businesses?
1: Um,
2: okay, so we went over, like, yes, yeah, set up a wholesale account, reach out to other business owners, um, software systems. Mm. Um, okay. <laughs> that's another big thing that sometimes you forget about. Um, when any business that you're looking at starting, um, look, type in that business, photographer software, um, DJ software, wedding venue software, whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, do a search and see what you can find. Um, there is a software for what you need and it is worth it yeah. <laughs> it will help you organize um, your paperwork your contracts your payments and and getting that right off of right at the start is the best because switching softwares or adding a software midway is rough yeah it's worth it it's always worth it but it's rough so definitely get a software
0: You should probably do about a month's worth of research before committing to a piece of software. Mm -hmm. Um, And I found that forums are really helpful on Facebook. So if you find like a Facebook group for photographers, just do a search for CRM or booking software or whatever and just see what people have to say about it. Please use the search feature um, Mm -hmm. instead of just posting a new one because it's (laughs) probably been asked 20 times um, and then get a free trial of it and exactly. walk through yeah. it. Put some fake customers in there. See what that looks like from the owner's perspective and from the customer's perspective. Um, and just go through these because the worst thing that happens is you put all of your eggs into this one basket that and then you realize it doesn't do this one thing that's essential for me. Yeah. So.
2: Yes. Yeah, so that's, that's something that's I feel like it's taken me a while to learn that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah, there's a software for it. Um, So that's great. Yeah. Well,
1: and I feel like, too, it's so important to be willing to invest in that software. You know, it's so easy to get in the mindset of like, oh, well, I can just organize this all on my Google Drive. I can oh, have yeah. contracts. You sure could. You could, but the software is game changing and it helps. So <laughs>
0: yeah, the way I look at it is. Do what you have to. When you first start a business, people are usually bootstrapping it, right? Yeah. Um, and once you get to a point where the system that you're using no longer works, that's when you start paying for it, right? Mm-hmm. So for as a DJ, right, if you can't afford a wireless microphone, then you just get a corded microphone until that's not going to work for you anymore and people are needing the, the wireless. So the same for for software. Fine. Start with a Google Calendar. That's what I did, right? Yeah. Start with Sheets. Start with all of those things. Make your contracts in Google Docs. It's all free. Mm-hmm. But then when you realize that you're spending too much time doing that, that's when you start looking for these CRMs because um, that it'll save you a ton of money. Um, And I I do think it's worth doing the hard way at first, too, for a little bit. Just so you know, like, I don't ever want to do that again.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it is true. There is value in that. Um, One quick sidebar, too, with that is, you know, as much of a pain as it can be to change softwares, if you realize it isn't doing what you need anymore, it's going to be a pain, but it's so worth it to change. Um, That comes to mind with Ice Palace. You know, we found a booking software that was doing Mm -hmm. good. And then it wasn't, and then we found another one, and it was like, oh, okay, this is gonna be a challenge, but it's so worth it to make that change when you see that need.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I, I I suggest not doing it in the middle of a season.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, totally, wait totally. Till totally. The end of the season, and yeah.
0: then yeah, yep. Um. So, any any other things that that you found as you were were setting up businesses, um. As far as like the legal side and insurance and accounting and all of that, do you do all that in-house or do you farm that out? Like what have you found works best for you?
2: Yeah. Um, so those are usually the things that stop people from starting businesses is they hear legal accounting, taxes, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I don't think we can do it, you know, but don't let those stop you. You just start and you figure it out as you go. It's all doable. We started with doing it all ourselves. Um, it was messy. It was hard. It was not good. Um, and then we, you know, we were able to get a really good accountant, and now he's amazing. And he tells us, "Hey, I need this. I need this. This is you should set up these LLCs, and then oh, we should actually set up an S corp, and we should do this." And okay, cool. And now I don't have to think about that. I don't right. have to know right. what's the best because he's the professional. He can do it. We can go to him for advice. But at the beginning, there is value doing it yourself, learning what you need, um, and then once you have the income set up and you can afford to have a really good accountant do it, because they will save you money and they will save you time, yeah, and headaches. <laughs> so, um, so don't ever let that stop you from starting a business. Just go for it. Figure it out along the way. Um, it, and none of it's too hard it's really just like a google search away it's like well, how do i set up my business license in the state of idaho oh i have to do this okay follow the steps figure it out you can do it you know it's it's really not that hard like it, it you know it can be very intimidating um but yeah it's
1: not difficult it's
2: just going through the steps
1: well and i think too like you know it is so intimidating but you know google is so powerful oh. but also just the connections you have are powerful you know because like if I wanted to set something up, I could say, hey Kara, like where do I even start? You know? And so just talking to people who you know who have started businesses. Yeah. Everyone who has started a business has been at that step one. Exactly. Again, reach out to people. Yep. There's so many people willing to help. Don't be afraid to do that.
0: Yep, definitely. Um Are there any mistakes that you've made when you started your business that you're willing to share?
2: Um I mean, one of them was just, you know, not setting up wholesale accounts. That's a little one.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. Mistake. We could always bring up the, the dreaded double booking. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah,
2: I don't At LaBelle?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I
2: would have okay. nightmares about that. <laughs> I yeah. still get nightmares. My... <laughs> yeah, I mean. This is
0: awful. I'm so oh, stressed yeah. out. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the worst thing you can do as a wedding menu is double yeah. book something. Right. And somebody had booked something on Airbnb and our calendars, I think that's what it was. A calendar wasn't synced up. Yeah, it was synced up. Mm-hmm. And so we had an Airbnb booking and a wedding on the same day. Um,
0: oh, so what did you do? Oh,
2: man. I mean, you just have an anxiety attack. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, totally.
2: I, I think it's okay to show the customer how stressed and yeah. how horrible you feel about this situation. And I mm-hmm. I did that almost to the point where they're like, it's okay. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. And so I mean, we helped them find another. It was you know the wedding got preference, and then the Airbnb booking. I think as we were like just trying to find another location for them to go. And um, and I think putting that, putting a situation like that, explaining it so well to the person that they one feel bad for you because you're human, and and explaining like I'm human, and this is a situation that happened. I'm so yeah. sorry. I wish we would have yeah. caught it earlier you know, right when you booked it, that would have been ideal. Um, but being human, explaining that you're human mistakes are made. How can we make this right? Um, we ended up losing a little bit of money on it. We paid, I think we even paid a little bit towards the next place that they were going. Sure. Yeah. Um, you do whatever it takes to make it right and over communicate. Um, a lot of times when somebody gets mad about a situation, it's because the communication wasn't there. Um, Never be afraid to over communicate, really explain how you are feeling in a situation. Um, on the flip side of like not wedding venue, but owning a gym. Um, one of our main things at this gym, our motto is we rise by lifting others Um so whatever happens in this gym, we have to be lifting others and respecting each other and having a a place where you can walk in and feel like, hey, this is my second home. I'm welcome here. And so what happens when you have members that are the opposite of that, that start dragging people down, that start disrespecting coaches that, you know, now as a business owner, you're put in a really rough situation because they're not fitting with what your vision is for the business? They're paying you money every month, but they're not good for the business. Um, okay. Yesterday, we had to fire a member. Ooh. <laughs> really? Yes. How? And this is not the first time we've had to do that, <laughs> but it's um because they were being so disrespectful to the coaches, and um so my husband and I we we sat down with him and we we're explaining it to him, and he got very very defensive. He started yelling like, well. I did this and they did that. And, and then he, you know, yeah, it was great fun. Um, but through situations like that, it, it, one, it tests us a little bit to show like our leadership skills, but you, you gotta turn it back around on them so that they can see where you're coming from. The end of the conversation was really, really great. We ended up just like telling him, Hey, you can't come back for six months. We're going to refund your month. Mm -hmm. Um, and you are not allowed on the crossfit side for six months um but tyler even was like hey give me a call in the next couple days i'm going to take you to lunch and we're going to discuss anything to help you with with the situation yeah Yeah. and he was like okay yeah i'll do that that sounds great um so it shows a lot about with like your leadership skills to be able to turn a situation around like that and i explained it to the customer as well like hey we're able to I I don't know how I said this to not be rude, but like we're able to see your true colors in a situation like this. How you react shows a lot about you. Ah, <laughs> um, that's bold. But <laughs> I did I didn't say it necessarily. I said it in a nicer way. Yeah. yeah. Um
0: I mean that was pretty nice actually. Yeah. Wasn't <laughs> yeah.
2: Um but it was after he kinda yelled on the phone and but it was towards the end where he was being more understanding like, okay, I can see why as a business owner you would have to do this yeah. and that's what you have to do is mm-hmm. is Get the person to yeah walk in your shoes a little bit, explain your situation, and ask them what would you do in this situation if you were the business owner and there was a member doing this. What would you do? Yeah. Just out of curiosity, what you know? How do you feel yeah. about the decision we're making? Um, and so, and through through times like this, that's when you're able to develop some of those skills. And and I mean, I go back to this book all the time. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, um, I do. How to win friends and influence people. Though. It yeah. totally is. It is like if you can implement a lot of those principles. In your everyday life, um, it's a complete game changer.
0: Where's the line for you between sharing how you feel in the situation and complaining about your problems? Do you know what I mean?
2: Like me personally complaining about Yeah, my right.
0: So somebody, somebody, they double book, right, by mm-hmm. accident. It's never going to happen again. But nope. let's go no,
1: it's that, never right? going to happen again. Um,
0: but they double book and for you, the, the appropriate thing is, like, I feel so bad. I mean, I'm really stressed and I, I want to make this right for you. But then I've seen some professionals take a step over the line and say, and listen, I was really sick and my kid just broke his arm. Like, what is there a line for you? Does that make sense what I'm asking?
2: Yeah, yes. I actually don't... That's not a difficult line for me to cross. I yeah, need, I don't think it is for you. Um, but I can yeah. see that being like that for other people. Um, yeah, never give excuses. More so say there's no excuse for what happened.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where I would go with it is people people don't want to hear an excuse. No, they don't. They don't. You know, they want to hear like there is no excuse for this. Mm-hmm. So they want to be validated. They want to be heard. Let
2: them vent as much as they need to vent. Let yeah. them, you know, let them yell at you if they need to. Um, mm-hmm. I, You know, I mean, it's very, it's crappy to feel that, but they need to get it out. And then how you react to that, if you're not, if you don't get defensive and you don't yell back, like, never, <laughs> <Right. Yeah>. <laughs> never, <laughs> Um, but that, yeah, then, then they're like, wow, they handled that really well. And whoa, they're still yeah. wanting to make this right. Like, even if I just treated them like that, they usually come back and apologize and be like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have yelled at you.
1: Just I feel <laughs> like. You know, I feel like I, I am someone who has a very gentle heart and that's been really hard for me to learn and overcome is being just letting someone yell at you, basically. Right. Yeah. And there's been multiple times that I'm right by Kira's side and she's taught me, you know, there was there was a situation at at the Ice Palace and I was like, Hey, we need to go make this right and I just stood by Kira while she got yelled at and I have a gentle heart and I wasn't even being yelled at, but I was just like, Oh, this is horrible. But then just like she said, afterwards, they were like, wow, like you handled this really well. I'm so sorry. I treated you like this. Like, you know, it it does show a lot. It's a hard lesson.
0: (laughs) So years ago, uh, I did a wedding and the father of the bride came up and yelled at me for something. And just by chance, I had my video My little GoPro recording. Oh my gosh! And so every once in a while, (laughs) by mistake, I will see like, oh, what's this video file on my computer? I open it up, and all of the pain comes right back. Uh, But it's a good reminder to me, like, okay, you should know where your limits are, and know I won't go into what the situation was, but um, it it all turned out okay. And at the end, he was happy; he was fine. Yeah. Um, But you had to go through that. Because sometimes people, like you said, they just need to be heard.
2: And as uncomfortable as it is, I think that it's you need to learn the value in that. You need what do you to, mean? You need to the value in going through hard situations, the value of like actually being yelled at and seeing how you react to that. And if you reacted in a way that you're not proud of, you've got some some stuff to work on for yourself. There's a there's so much value in going through hard, painful, and uncomfortable things. We can talk about it and we can explain our situations, but you're never really going to learn and improve yourself. I mean, you you can you can to a certain point until you experience it and really see yourself shine through that situation. Yeah. Um, I the older I get, the more <laughs> hard things we go through and and the more that I'm able to look at that hard situation and be like, Wow, that, um, yeah, that was really hard, but I needed to go through that. Um, I mean, there was we with the Ice Palace, we felt really, really good about hiring a certain person as the manager. He was also the property owner um, that we were renting from in Minnesota. Yeah. And that was the wrong thing to do. Um, we felt really good about it, though. I was like, "Why did we feel so good about hide the orange person?" <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling. <laughs> but I think Annika did. Oh, <laughs> um, that's okay. But um, I actually, I think we needed to go through that mm-hmm. to know
1: that we will never put ourselves well, in a situation to again. have confidence in knowing that is the right decision. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's easy to go, I don't know. But once you know for a fact, it gives you confidence in knowing, well, that's not the right move. And then for
2: us to sit down and have this very uncomfortable conversation with this person and actually see some uh, um, negotiation techniques that we've probably never yeah. been in that situation before of such strong negotiation about like, well, I think it should be this much and I think it should be this right. much. And I've never actually really done that before. So it was a very valuable Thing for me to go through, and um, and to see some true colors of a person. You know, it's so is as, as crappy as that whole situation was. It was such a valuable lesson for us yeah. to have that I think will help us in the future of the Ice Palace.
1: I agree. Well, and I think too, it's so important to take those experiences and find the bright side of it. And you know, it's easy for me to look back on my life and see all these difficult situations that we've been in. And when you're in a difficult situation, I'm not gonna lie, it takes me down for like a week or something. It's like, oh that was so hard. Uh you know you
0: try and fall asleep at night and
1: Yeah. And it's, it's just a... there, you know, you lose sleep, whatever. Um, but looking back, it's like, wow, like from when I started at LaBelle to now and especially highlighting these things, it's like, you know, wow, I've I've grown a lot. We've grown a lot and there's just so much to come. And that's what, what so hate. much of this life is, is, yeah. is learning to grow. And
2: so, yeah, those hard situations, man, they're they're pretty valuable. Don't go through a hard yeah. situation and not try to find the lesson out of it because there's, there's always lessons to be learned.
1: Well, and I think, too, just having that um, mentality in the middle of it of going, man, this is hard, but I know I'm supposed to learn something from this. What am I supposed to learn? That can make or break a hard situation. They can also push you to the next level. Um,
2: yeah. The Ice Palace also, right, as we were opening, we got hit with a cease and desist letter. Shut mm-hmm. down. You are infringing on somebody's patent. You can't do this. What? Oh, man. Okay, if we're infringing <laughs> on a patent. Like, we need to shut down <laughs> no, right now. Stop. Yeah. yeah um, and then, you know, researching it, we're like, oh, actually, their patent's way different from ours. Like, um, And we decided to keep going. And then the next season, we got hit with you're being sued for patent infringement and um, and sued for defamation because you called somebody a bully. <laughs> and, um, it probably was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but going through all of that, um, we're, we're still in it. Um, but I'm seeing the value that that has added to our business. Because of that, we went and got our own patent on our system, which we never would have done. And you only have a year after releasing it to the public to get your patent, we never would have done that.
0: Um, Interesting, yeah. But we
2: did because of the lawsuit. Um, it's also, I don't even know if we would have done another season of the Ice Palace. It is the hardest thing we've ever done. it We
1: weren't making money for a long time. It, it's so hard. <laughs> it's everyone's favorite joke that when I found out we were doing it again, I cried. And it's true. I cried. I was like, really? I... We're doing this again? <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: just logistically, it's kind of a nightmare. Almost.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, It is. <laughs> Um,
2: and but for some reason that that hit, getting hit with that lawsuit, we were like, you know what, we need to keep doing this. Yeah. Um, it kind of pushed us, and um, I'm sure that they, yeah, they'll love to hear this. Like they they kind of turned us into who we are, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. But it really it it made us want to be stronger and to grow the business into what it's truly capable of. Right. And so, um, again, a hard thing that happened, very uncomfortable. Lots of tears, stomach aches, pain, um, you know, um, but again, good thing overall.
0: You don't know how to play the right notes unless you play the wrong ones. Exactly. Know. Yeah. And I remember when I was, I must have been a sophomore or junior in high school, and there was this DJ that was one or two years ahead of me, um, and I remember him, he was DJing at the school for some like fun run thing, whatever, and he probably wasn't even getting paid that much, and... I remember I was talking to him, like looking up to him and literally because he was very tall. But um, (laughs) he said, there's going to be a gig that you take that's going to be terrible. It's going to go really badly and it's not going to work out, but it's one gig and the next gig is going to be great. So it's okay. Mm -hmm. Just get out there to the next gig and smile and put on a smile and do your best and it's going to be great. And I've had to remember that when things like this happen, there's going to be like things that don't go right in your business yeah. and that's going to happen. But what re- really counts is what you do next. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: And so. knowing that deep reason of why you do it, Um. Uh, the motto of LaBelle Lake is if you can dream it, you can do it. And um, we use that in all aspects of the business. Um, where that came from is when I was like, five or six years old, growing up at LaBelle Lake in the house, um, my parents had a poster on their bedroom door that said, if you can dream it, you can do it. And every time I'd walk into their room, I would see that. And, you know, and they, we grew up with the mentality of like, hey, you can accomplish anything that you set your mind to, you're gonna have to work for it, but you can do it. Um, And, and so we try to, to, you know, with weddings, if you can dream it, you can do it. We can make it. We can make it happen with our employees. If you can dream it, you can do it. Wherever you're at in your life, labelle Lake, we want it to be a stepping stone for you to go to a better, better place. That, yeah. like, <laughs> your <laughs> not, not that. Um, but yeah, to just improve on your life. You know, hopefully, yeah. we can be a stepping stone for you. Um, if if this isn't going to be your forever job, hopefully, it can be a. Uh, something that helps you to get where you want to go. So we're always looking for the best for people, for our clients, for our employees, for our family, for, you know, everything around us. And if you can make that your goal and find your business motto, why you do what you do, then that will help you to, you know, get through the hard times. You have this purpose, this deep purpose in what you're doing.
0: Well, I can say from an outsider's point of view, I have seen you guys grow and my business has grown kind of at a similar rate as, as yours has, but as an outsider, I think you guys have accomplished that goal. And I think that the, the weddings that you have at LaBelle are much better because of your attitude and kind of your purpose in business. Um, and yeah, it's been awesome to watch. It's really, really cool to, to watch your passion for, for what you guys do in just even just LaBelle Lake, but also in your other businesses. So um, yeah.
2: Right back at you. I actually love like the whole process of watching you grow your business as well. Um, I mean, from the first time I met you, it was like I almost got chills just being like this man knows what he's doing <laughs> and he's he's not you're not doing something small. You are doing your life purpose and you're going to do it well. It's it's really it's really cool. I, I love what you're doing and
0: wow. yeah, you do oh, a good job. <laughs>
1: that
0: that means a lot. Thank you.
1: Yeah.
0: Um should we do a quick round?
1: Yeah, let's do
0: it. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> rapid fire some questions, My some favorite. easy questions at ya, you. Um <laughs> and we'll just kind of go back and forth. So uh we won't do a timer, we'll just go until we're tired of asking you questions.
2: Yeah. So. Favorite food. Oh, my gosh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, um, pie. Least favorite oh, food. Oh, right. I knew that.
0: <laughs> Disgusting pie. Clam. Clams. Okay. Clam. Okay. All right. <laughs> favorite color.
1: Blue. Favorite place you've traveled to. Nicaragua.
0: Favorite husband.
1: Tyler. Good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a test.
1: Oh, um, favorite... You guys don't watch TV shows? Do you have a favorite book? I guess you may you maybe watch TV shows. I oh man i
2: <laughs> i'm a i'm a hard favorite person because I just okay. I have so many things I like. I just finished the book series The Great and the Terrible. Okay, loved it. It was good, so
1: good. I need to find another one. Favorite way to spend your weekends? Um, adventures, adventures. Yeah.
0: Favorite business you've started?
1: <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs>
0: They're not yeah. children.
2: So. <laughs> I mean maybe the rock gym. It's been their like longest. It's been fifteen years of rock gym. Favorite employee you've hired? <laughs> Annika. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you again yeah. <laughs> so much for, for taking the time for this, this two parter. Um there were just some Really, really great. If if you've listened to this once, I would say go listen to both episodes again because there were things that you definitely missed. Um, so thank you again.
2: Yes. Thank you, guys.
0: Okay. We'll see you next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Top Secret Wedding Podcast.
1: Subscribe, rate, and review us, and we'll see you next time.